Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Lords and Mercenaries podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and with me I've got my two co-hosts, James. How all had to do. And Chase. Good afternoon, or whatever time it is you're listening to this. So for this episode, we're going to talk about our, now that we know a lot about the game from the uh, E3 Treehouse presentation, we were going to talk about our levels of excitement and what we're excited for for the game and our possible uh, worries about what the game also might include. So I guess I'll start off with a, uh, you know, my excitement for the game. Before E3, it was kind of middle of the road, but now I'm, now I'm really looking forward to it. Now I'm at a level eight out of 10 before I was more of a six. Um, what about you guys? What's your level? Yeah, at definitely. Right now? Definitely a lot higher after E3. Yeah. Um. Probably say a seven. Maybe six. Yeah. What you said sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe a little bit lower because of circumstances I've complained about enough on this podcast. <laughs> oh, after E3. Well, yeah, because... You say that... Oh, wow. You can only be so excited when you... You can, you can only be so excited for a game you probably can't play for a while. Exactly. You, know? you can only that, be so excited for a true, game that your yeah. friends are going to play first. That, that, is, that is true. <laughs> and you have to avoid spoilers for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? Um. So, I understand why why a lot of people weren't excited before E3. But for me, I, I was you know pretty pumped for it. Um, I'm I'm definitely at a nine out of ten, and uh, you know maybe maybe this has shot me up to nine point five. It's not. I don't feel as hyped as I was for like Breath of the Wild or even Xenoblade Chronicles two. Although I do, but it's definitely close. And uh, I am just ready to have this game in my hand and play it and experience all the waifus. I mean, all the missions. <laughs> it's gonna be great. One thing that I'm, I think the thing that I'm most looking forward to is hmm, mostly the, the fact that we get a console Fire Emblem game again with, the, with uh, upgraded visuals, because now you control actual battalions, which is great. <laughs> and it's, um, it's been, what, a decade since the last one, nearly? Uh, over? When yeah, did, ten, I think, well, 10, ten years. Yeah, I think but, so. This is the first Fire Emblem game where you actually just don't have the well, you just don't have the illu- the illusion of controlling armies because now you actually control mm. groups. Of mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I think they are doing a lot to um, take advantage of the fact that it's on a you know a more powerful console. I mean, there are things that are maybe a little lagging, but we can go back go into that later. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, in, in terms of like world building and um, you know setting, I, I really think they're they're uh, doing a good job of making it worth your sixty dollars. You know, it is um, so you know what's the word? Like, I guess nice to see that it's not just your units on the battlefield. It's you know it's this is actually war you're fighting mm-hmm. uh, with um, battalions behind you and and uh, you know incredible stakes. Incredible odds. Yeah, sure, that's always been a thing in Fire Emblem, but and to see it in a uh, home console version, you know, with all with the all the budget that comes with that, hopefully, um, it's it's good. It's looking good. 
in that sense. Yeah. So I guess the main thing I'm trying to say is I like that the illusion that we've had in past games is now more realized. Like now you control. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what about you guys? What is your main thing you're excited for in this game? I know, I know um, James's answer already. <laughs> have I? Well, I mean, from your from your videos, I can tell that you're very oh. excited for a certain half of this game. Maybe. <laughs> yes. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what about the uh? like school or instructor aspects do you like about or do are you anticipating i guess james oh uh well so okay so i guess let's let's quell some misunderstandings real quick Mm -hmm. um i the the reason why i talked about the school aspect like it did is because that's all the only information we have that's true so it's got diving into that kind that kind of stuff yeah um, now, not to say I'm not excited for that. I am interested to see how it all flows and uh, works in day life. It, you know, I, I've heard some people complain that it, it could be slower, like the pacing. Um, understandable. However, when you look at when you look at some of the gameplay of how that works, it's much faster, much quicker. Mm-hmm. Especially after the after that uh, treehouse video, um, you can skip through all that. You don't even need you don't even do that. Right. You can be basically like it, it's not even there if you don't want it. Yeah. Um, so that, that's very nice, but it also lets you, you know, take some time to, um, uh, kind of mold your students the way you want. Mm-hmm. But what I am looking most forward to is, um, the, um, battles after the supposed time skip, the mm-hmm. five year time skip. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is because I want to know how everything changes um, when your students are five years older, you know, what, who is staying with you? Who, how, how is this going to go? Who, who gets the kids in the divorce is basically what I'm trying to say here. Uh, and I think that's going to be very uh, interesting to see how all that plays out and who you're fighting. What's your end goal here other than saving Foldin? Um, it, it, it's interesting. It's not, it's not quite clear, but there, I mean, there are plot points that they're are teasing, but at the same time, it's still unclear. So that's honestly what I'm most excited about. Um, I guess the the story implications of that, but also what the what the battles are going to look like. Um, you know, I, I guess this is just speculation, but um, you know, we'll probably be fighting the church in some way. But what what are the battlefields going to be like? What are the trains going to be like? What are our mission objectives going to be like? So that's that's basically what I'm most excited about. What about you, Chase? Um, let's see. Outside the post-time skip stuff, which, yeah, is really awesome, I'm going to kind of reference back to last week's episode and talk about how, like, how replayable this game is going to be. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, just how many different... Like, you can choose a class for almost every character. You can play them differently. You can find out what the optimum way is for them. And, yeah, reclassing has been a thing before. I mean... We've got Shadow Dragon did it, Shadows of Valencia did it, a bunch of games mm-hmm. have done it. But nothing to this level, where it's literally built in that every character pretty much, outside obviously Lords, is a trainee class. Which is just yeah. awesome. <laughs> I agree. 
So I agree, and I and I think that replayability also comes in play with uh, who, what house you choose and what students you can recruit, because you can recruit students, and I'm sure you guys may have discussed this before. You can recruit students who are not part of the class you choose, the house you choose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that could change your playthrough dramatically, and who knows what kind of effect that has after the five year period as well. So, yeah, I mean. Like you said, the replayability of this game is phenomenal, and I and I don't think it, it'll get old. Really, is what I'm thinking. But that's that's why know. I'm saying, like for review, I want to play this game at least twice, or at least I want to see if I can within the time frame that we set for ourselves. Because I think this is probably going to be the most replayable Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair statement. Uh, uh, and not not just gameplay wise, but story beat wise as well, because there are some side plots that are unique to certain characters you have. Mm-hmm. So that's which which is really refreshing because uh, I made a video about um, comparing well what Fire Emblem can learn from Valkyrie Chronicles, and uh, one of the things Valkyrie Chronicles does very well is make you care about the side characters um, while they don't always have like a story um, importance. Uh, they do have their own little um, paralogue, if you will, of uh, that, or that you know that makes you care about them more, um, learn about them more. Um, and granted, some of them can be kind of shallow, but um, I think Fire Emblem kind of struggled with that in some cases. Yeah, you had the dialogue between characters, but it was just so uh, quirky and odd that it didn't, you didn't really learn too much about that character. It's particularly in Fates. Fates is one I'm most um, concerned with, but in this one, it looks like you know we'll learn about, for example, Casper's lineage, how he was adopted by a lord or whatever. Um, but if you don't choose his house or recruit him, you're not going to learn about that. So right. anyway, that's the kind of stuff I like to see. Yeah, I think the uh, the main difference between the paralogs of the past games and these is because these actually have to do with your. Uh, army and the dynamics between your army. Yeah, mm-hmm. very um, true. Kind of like, a, again, Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the amount of story importance put on every character will make this very different from just about every other game and series. I agree. I, I don't agree. think any playthrough is going to be the exact same. Or at least it's going to be very unlikely. You know, I never thought about um, that. I think I think that's a good point. To and make. a lot What's of your... that has to do with the fact that all of your units have all of the weapon and class uh, progress meters. Does that make sense? Yeah, they have like access Just to the sheer like... number of variables makes it unlikely that the same thing will happen twice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. So in that sense, I get that's that. kind of why I want to play the game through at least twice, because it's just so much to keep track of. Um, I told I told Chase last episode that for my first playthrough, I kind of want to do the um, like auto progression, and then for my second play- oh interesting yeah I said I want to do the auto progression just to play through the game and see how you know. The, uh, the gameplay works, and then on my second playthrough, I wanted to go through and meticulate <laughs> every every mm. single, uh, what mm-hmm. is it called, like, motivation point? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, so that that's a very close second for me, uh, the replay value of the game, other than the fact that the art is, in my opinion, the art is uh, quite good for a console. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I think it, I think it's grown on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember when it first was released, people were complaining quite people a bit. People are always going to complain quite a bit. It was, was oh, pretty early too. I mean, and this is the Fire Emblem fan base we're talking about. <laughs> uh, I mean, everyone likes to think their fan base is the worst. Not saying Fire Emblem is the worst, but um, I think you can you can put them in the top five. Not Sonic's the time. worst. So back back on topic. Um, so what other are there any other big, uh, like giant expectations or excitement uh, topics that you have for this game? Because um, I think finding my perfect waifu. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I was mean, what? That Who said that? We've already figured out the, the chase. best waifu Gosh. is Dimitri. So don't keep fighting over it. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, I was waiting for that one, James. Dimitri. Or, James, I was waiting for that. What's that? I was waiting for you to make a waifu. <laughs> make a waifu joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, is, is now the time? Is it the right moment? I think, Maybe. I think so. Time to do it. Um, so, uh, oh my god, honest. I, but I'm serious, guys. Like, um, and, and you know, husband does too. Like, there, there are good options. I do think that there. Oddly enough, for the 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 artist who does this, I believe she does like Otome stuff, um, which is usually like very ridiculously handsome guys, you know, falling for the, the one girl, like you know, reverse harem kind of mm-hmm. things. Um, but you know, for for a person who does that, she <laughs> she's got a really a, a lot of good female designs, uh, <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, and it's really hard to choose. Um, there are some good guy ones too. And so it may come down to, you know, talking to them and figuring out which personality I like more. I mean, you know, for a while, I think I was just all black Eagles because Edelgard and then Dorothea was shown. Petra's really nice too. But you look at blue lions and oh my gosh, you got, uh, you got, um, Mercedes. And then they recently showed off, um, Ingrid, who is just an angel, and uh, just so many good. And then you know, Golden Deer. I can go on. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's hard, man. And I don't know. I don't know. Just, yeah, I haven't I even know. decided yet. Well, preliminary <laughs> options. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna stop you both there because we can go about that all day. Honestly, um, that could be its own episode. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. It, it could, it could actually. Maybe, possibly. But, so I guess we'll, I guess we'll, we'll just guess have we'll to find that. out. Um, but maybe, maybe we'll save it for like after the game. We're like, okay, now we can debate best, who's the best. best. Choice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Not, so basically, James and I will talk about like how, how that worked out in our playthroughs. Um, <laughs> so I guess you're like, I like Tiki. I like Tiki. <laughs> Because that's so, all I can say. Yeah, even <laughs> never. So I guess now we'll move on to our more um, skeptical uh, <laughs> part of this recording. Uh, what are our worries? 
for this game. Um, I'll start off by saying uh, my main worry, and it's actually a counter to what you guys are really looking forward to. I don't know how I feel about that time jump yet. Really mainly, be- mainly because I know nothing. And it just seems so different from the first portion of the game. It, at least mm. in, in I, theory. I do agree, it does seem theory. very different. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 do, I do agree, it does seem very different. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I counter that argument with that I think that is what makes it interesting, is that it, it's almost a 180 from what you were doing before. Um, and I think that may be the reason why people are interested in the game now is that other than seeing the gameplay and the mechanics of the school is that, whoa, what's happening here after five years? What happens? Like, this is the interesting hook that is going to get people to want to see, um, what leads up to this and, you know, after, but, uh, but I, I do see what you're saying. The uncertainty of not knowing yeah. what's going to happen. It just seems, so. you know, we're, we're talking about Nintendo. It just seems like very left field from what the the first <laughs> portion of the uh, of the game is. Sure, that um, I will say that they did hint at this at the very beginning. Oh, very very beginning. Did they? They hinted this. Yeah, um, and I and I mentioned this in my analysis trailer a long time ago. That. <laughs> the guys for what? There uh, was a moment where Edelgard was like, uh, um, "I'll be back here someday. Don't forget about me." Oh yeah. And I, yeah. And so I doubted that was just a simple. Oh, she's just, she's just going to be gone for a couple days, kind of a thing. It's definitely a long period of time. And lo and behold, here it was. And, and for the for the longest time, I had no idea what what it meant, and it felt odd that they would like mention it and and not talk, go into it but here we are now we understand for the most part what that means um still like steven says there's a lot of questions but i'm i'm glad we have questions that makes you know the journey more interesting finding those answers mm-hmm. but again i do see what you're saying uh, i guess if you don't mind going into my word, yeah go ahead um it's more uh, for me. It's the graphical fidelity and how it will run mm. on the Switch. Uh, I, I, it looked good at Treehouse for the most part, but at the same time, there's some, there, there there's some polishing. It, it would, it, it I would like. Um, it's not as clear and uh, crisp, I guess, if that's the right <laughs> word. Um, I don't know if it's it may it might be 1080p, but it, it looks a little jagged at times, like when you get close to the models. I don't. I don't think it's uh, a lot. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, and I, and and to be honest, I'm not one who cares for that mostly. Um, if anything, I, I worry about other people seeing that and being put off by the game. It's like, wait, no, come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but I do. I do think that you know you're on the switch. You want to make it look as pretty as possible. And I, I, I think it's enough, but I would like to see more. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts? I mean, I'm, I'm just going to point out what I pointed out uh, last week, where I found a clip on Twitter 
of um, one of the cavalry units using their ability, and it missed. Uh-huh. And the the animation was so weird because you have this um, this army of cavalry units just charging at these two or three people, and they do nothing. They don't react to it in any way. They don't try to dodge or anything. Yeah, it's like so firing a bullet through Swiss cheese. <laughs> so <laughs> so in that sense, it's like. Man, that feels like that breaks away from from the game, in my opinion. Or if you look at yeah, the bit. I mean, I see, I see what you're saying, but that doesn't actually really bother mm. me too much. I mean, it's mainly just a general comment of the animations. It? Like, are the animations going to? Well, make are they sense? are they really gonna like? Are they really gonna animate a whole like a person? dodging a, a whole calvary like somehow i mean that's like a that seems like quite the feat Just dive uh, off maybe to they the could side. have yeah I, I guess but there's a lot of i mean there's like five six horses that charge you or whatever i or mean like just run away just run to the side instead of just standing <laughs> go the there. opposite direction yeah. run directly away from the horses well, that no, because that Bye. would that would require them to move one space back. <laughs> well, e- well, even even dodging like that would require them uh, to move spaces, wouldn't it? Um, so I I I, I point you towards hmm. the Tellius games, particularly Radiant Dawn, when characters like say uh, Nephany would uh, you know miss a shot, um, it would just it kind of just uh, hit off her shield. It's yeah. like that's not a miss. That's a no damage. I mean, you know, yeah. Fire Emblem really so has I, I, always I, but, had a but, problem with that, to be honest. Yes, yes, but but uh, you you do bring a point that that was Tellius, that was on the Wii, um, and this is on the Switch, so maybe they there should be a work around that. But I uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, they already have the running animation there when they when the units charge, so why not just have them run to the side? I don't. Know. That's just a nitpick, and I and I get it. <laughs> I know that I'm nitpicking the uh, the engine and the way that they use the animations in the game, but it is still one of the things that I'm worried about, albeit small. That's fair. Sure. Um, and I do also agree that the textures inside of the water, because I really like the water, um, the the ground textures are a bit muddy. Although we were spoiled with. Um, Breath of the Wild and Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> and Monolith Soft did not work on this game, but they worked on the other two. Mm-hmm. So. Did, did, did they? Wait. For Breath I of think Monolith's working on Breath of the Wild I, too, but not. I don't think they worked on Breath of the Wild. I think they did. I think I remember uh, reading that they did. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, but, um, are we talking Fire Emblem here? Well, I'm, I'm just I saying that there. maybe... We were we were spoiled with Breath of the Wild and um, Xenoblade Chronicles as far as like terrain quality is concerned, uh-huh. and that's mm-hmm. one of the uh-huh. other uh, nitpicks that I have about art. And you were, oh, and you were just saying Monolith Soft worked on Breath of the Wild and yeah, like they worked Xenoblade. on other Nintendo games. And okay. They didn't work on this one essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They haven't they haven't worked anything on Fire Emblem. No. Aside no. from there was Project. Mm-hmm. Cross zone or whatever, and they had um, Krom Lucina in that one. Yeah, but so anyway, um, I think my big worry—that's not just me worrying about my own playstyle—is um, 
just making sure they don't have one house that in the end turns out to be very obviously evil. I like if you go back to Fates, which I've compared this to Fates quite a bit. I would hate that. where you obviously have Nora, uh. which is the evil choice. This is the dark option, mm. and I'm kind of afraid they're going to end up doing that with the Blue Lions based on what little we've seen of yeah. post time skip Dimitri, and. In comparison to what seems to be the very obvious Oshido good option that is the Golden Deer. Uh, Yellow Pride. (laughs) But. um, Mm. Oh, yeah. I chose my house long, long ago. Like, as soon as. It seems you've already chosen a house there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But anyway, Uh, I just hope they don't do that because this is the kind of story that could have a lot of gray, could have all sides having a good point, and it would just be lazy writing. To make one side obviously evil, but I'm afraid they're going to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I hope not. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, I agree. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. That. I mean, yeah, like some people like the edginess. Goal. That's what I want. Like some people like edginess, but <laughs> I I think it'd be unfair to make one side yeah. evil per se. Um, I I do think that. A lot of people are, are, you know, looking at Dimitri's transformation into this madman with an eye patch. <laughs> I swear, his nothing is wrong with his right eye. Nothing is wrong. He just put the eye patch on. He's like, this makes me look more serious. Um, <laughs> deal with it. Um, but uh, I mean, maybe maybe there is maybe there is some. Um, evilness going on with him i think i think that it's it's less like i'm gonna i'm gonna take over the world and more he something is is making him mad but then anyway i guess that's theorizing for another day um i i sympathize with your worry though that would be a letdown if dimitri is just the bad boy and all his guys are bad and no, <laughs> um so let right. me uh Pose a question then. Should should we be worried, even though we just came off of um, Echoes? Should be we worried that there is no uh, weapon triangle still? Um, I think you, you should only be worried if you feel like Fire Emblem can't function without a weapon triangle. I think it very well can, and um, with the addition of. Uh, gauntlets and the uh, the battalions yeah, I, I think the weapon triangle is not needed yeah Quite not frankly. having a weapon triangle is more of a mild uh, i do like it for me but i just don't think it's needed because hmm. for me Fair. for me it's a gamble and while i enjoyed um echoes the gamble is still there because if you if you move beyond um now i've i've talked about this multiple multiple times uh if you move beyond the weapon triangle like Echoes did, I saw Echoes as a, um, I just wanted to build strength. Like I did not like my mercenaries because I did not have strength. Um, what? Well, <laughs> you didn't like your mercenaries? <laughs> let, let me, How did you get dreaded? Let me say what, this. what the freak? I mean, okay. I, I've, I've been gone. Wait, okay. okay. Wait, wait, Chase, help me out here. <laughs> yeah. to, to, get, yes. to get dread fighters, to get dread fighters, don't you need mercenaries? Uh, or no? That's not Okay. Okay. Here's the... We need we need yes. we need this is your intervention. Uh, you need dread, dread fighters, fighters on your team. Okay, I, I, I get it. 
I, I understand that. <laughs> Have you even played Echoes? Really? Because <laughs> my, my point... Hmm? You're almost to the end of the game. <laughs> not, not that far. But um, my point is basically... I know. <laughs> Shut up. My point is basically that um, <laughs> the game, at least Echoes to me, was more about... Not about crit. It was more about um, the strength and magic stats. It wasn't. It's about always the about the crit chance. Uh, hmm. You know nothing, I, young don't one. Know what, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's your uh, issue. Maybe me. you just I, haven't trained just up. Me. Like, <laughs> all my. I mean, I mean. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Mm. Um. Yeah. Same, yeah. But at the same time. The other, the other side of that coin is that they have a lot more, like with the Gambits and the Battalions and such, they have a lot more strategic freedom mm-hmm. to create new systems for the games. Sure. I agree with that. So it is a, it is a two-sided coin in that regard. Because now we have uh, systems like the, uh, the Gambit. So... Yeah, personally, I would um, I wouldn't mind there being a sort of battalion uh, triangle. I, I, I don't think there is, uh, but that'd be neat. Mm-hmm. But um, more so than that, I would love a magic triangle to come back, um, and ha- and have that be um, you know the one weapon triangle there is, um, just because magic in general can be pretty pretty strong, but also kind of weak to some things. So I think that. Um, in order to buff up your mages a bit, have it so that certain types of magic is stronger against uh, certain types of units, mm-hmm. or even certain types of magic. Well, um, while while we're still in my mind, that'd be a good idea. While we're still on this, um, I I went back and forth with Chase last week because there was this one single combat um, uh, for the sake of reference. This was two weeks ago was for like, you guys. Uh, uh-huh. Tome. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, last last Good week when we recorded to make. Um basically I was like uh so there was a bow versus tome and um, one had yeah, the, the fates triangle you're talking about? I think that's what I saw. Yeah, the the fates uh and triangle of bows, tomes and and daggers. Yeah. So I talked with Chase about that so, and I was like, is that uh-huh. still in there or not? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to look at it closely yet. I'll have yet. to look at it again. Um, right. Uh, I I want to know where you saw that it was advantageous. Was it on the um, menu, like when she selects the weapon, or was it when um, she's about to go into it was battle? During like the battle, shows you the two stats. Attacks. Okay, here's what in I'm going to do. <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and look for it in the basically frame by frame in the in the treehouse. And then I'm going to have Chase put that on screen right now because I'm pretty sure it's there. And if it's not, he can put a note and say, no, it isn't. But In post-production. Pretty, I'm right, right pretty now? sure it's there. Well, I mean, Ooh. right now when it comes on on, on screen. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if it's not there, you can put a note that's on screen right now saying that. I'm I ready. hope you know that I will use that exact terminology. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh sure, absolutely. You shall get roasted, my boy. 
right, but yeah, I'm, I'm, and I know that I'm, I know that I've sounded like a uh, conspiracy theorist for two recordings in a row, but I'm pretty sure it's still there. Because for the rest of the treehouse, it's just, uh, you know, swords, lances, uh, axes, and gauntlets against each other, and we already know that the regular weapon triangle is gone. So, but that's going to drive me nuts. So I look at, scrub through the treehouse again and find it or not find it. I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what any other big worries we would have. What about you guys? Or at least for me, what about you guys? Hmm. One last thing to copy. Um, I am kind of a little bit over disappointed in the fact that I can't, yeah. like, have one full play, like, 100% playthrough, or even 300% playthroughs together, because I am kind of completionist, so that's going to suck for me. This is why oh, I can't play open man. world games. This is why I haven't touched Breath of the Wild. Don't tell people. Um, why can't you... Ah. <laughs> I mean, Pat, Pat <laughs> Don't tell him anyways. Um, Your secret's safe at this. <laughs> oh, I guess not. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm the okay. host on that one, but I'll keep your secret. Uh, but, um... What was I gonna say? Oh, how could you not 100% the game? Um, because three, uh, if you not every quest times. line is going to be open every time, and you're gonna have to be really hard pressed. I feel like to get every possible quest That's line true. in a single playthrough. You you'd have to use you'd have to use one, a guide. Or one of the good news about playing the game is two months late. On your, yeah, on your free they, roam. Oh, the guys are gonna be done. <laughs> <laughs> Totally That's looking on this. the bright side. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Totally. But another um, another part of that for me is like that's why I'm saying I want to play the game twice is because that widens my scope. Yeah, do you mean you play that twice or that you play it six what times? This game has to offer. Now I'm gonna play the result three houses. No, twice. <laughs> Picking. Play so are you gonna all play through all three twice? once? Nope. I'm gonna play through two of them for review. Maybe do a maybe do okay. the third That's house, fair. whichever one's left over after review. But I will accept that. There, there you go. There's my there's my clarification on that. Uh, James, did you have any last minute uh, big worries for this game? Um, I I I don't think there's anything big. Like, you know, sto- I mean, story is always. I mean. I, I love me a good story, so I hope it's not terrible like Fates, but I, I trust them. I've seen enough that I think that it's um, not going to be a um, confusing mess. So I, I'm i confident in that. It feels, in a way, it feels how Tellius kind of set up their, its story um, with a lot of parties going on, but then it will come together in the end. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> yep, and... One last thing I'll say on that regard is the reason why Chase isn't looking forward to it as much as we are is because he can't play it on launch. But I have accepted it. But you just want to just wrap more salt but, into the wound. I mean, it, it does impact his you opinion. You are a true hero. But it's still there. I I promise that that if we do more Three Houses episodes before our review, I promise it's the last time we'll bring it up. Good. Uh, so I guess we'll uh, end it off here. 
Uh, James, where can the fine folks listening uh, find you? On YouTube at Nintendo City. Uh, we will definitely have a Three Houses E3 deep dive analysis here fairly soon. Um, please bear with me. But in the meantime, watch the three. Wait, how many do I have? Three. <laughs> too, I have three too so many. Far. I know because I've I've uh, added some steps on. Three, yes, three analysis so far. Take a look because I'll be referring to those often, and you'll find that I've predicted quite a few things. So <laughs> um, check that out. Uh, this is going to be like a little bit less than a week out. So again, oh, but we'll again we'll put a we'll put a note. I'm going to forget to put the now. Yeah, the I don't think we'll be quite ready. This is a big just mama go to his channel. We're be dealing with. Just look. <laughs> I'm going to be lazy. Right, uh, we. Sh- <laughs> We shall see. Just look. Just <laughs> yeah. Just search it. Subscribe while you're there. If it's not there, trust me, it will be. All right. So <laughs> anyway, enough plugging. Me. Um, you yep. can find right. me at my uh, YouTube Chase, channel. Um, Triforce P. YouTube.com/slash Deco Power. Haven't planned out next week yet, so we'll find out what you guys will see when you look there. <laughs> Ooh. Exciting. Um, and then you can find me on Twitter at uh, Weaver of Media. And you can also find Ch- uh, Chase and I in another one of our podcasts, Kakrika Road, yes, talking about the Zelda series. Um, and then we also have a- another podcast other than these two uh, called The Third Reel. And the most recent episode for that one is uh, Heather, Pete, uh, Patrick, and... Chase talking about the Shawshank. Revolution. I wasn't actually in on that episode. Oh, you were I think they replaced me with Charles. Oh, that's my mistake. We had we had the jerks. They had Charles as the. I, I think it's I think it's canon. I think Did they, he give a Morgan Freeman appearance? I have no impression? idea. I don't I don't know. I I haven't seen the movie, so I haven't uh, listened to that. So check out that. If you have seen the movie, because I'm know, pretty after sure... You, after you watch that movie, you, you'll want Morgan Freeman to narrate your <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Just saying. So if you have seen the movie, because they talk about it for an hour, so it's pretty spoilerific, uh, give it give it a listen. Um, but I think that's all for this week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.